0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Sessions. This is episode 63. What's up with you, B-Pimp? I'm, I'm living the hard seltzer life. Yeah, what are you drinking?
1: Got some White Claw Ruby Grapefruit flavor. Pretty tasty.
0: I, I don't even know that I've really had a hard seltzer. It's, it's a new got-
1: thing that, well, I mean, I'm sure it's been around because I'm always late to these things, but mm-hmm. I've, I saw it when I was in Denver Some people drinking it, didn't know what it was, and now I saw it at Spirit and Liquors, which is in my new go to place, and I had to try some. And
0: you're you're giving it a hard recommend?
1: I mean it's um it's not for everybody. It's like um if if you're if if ever it's like hot out and you don't feel like drinking a beer, but you wanna get a little buzz, perfect. Do they make Mike's hard
0: lemonade anymore?
1: Yeah, it's the company that made Mike's hard lemonade.
0: No this. shit. That makes so it's probably out of Seattle then. It might well, uh, let me see if it says. Well, this says it's White Claw Seltzer Works, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, maybe I'm wrong about Mike's. Maybe I was thinking about one of the cider companies.
1: It could Mike's could be from This is probably some kind of uh uh what are those called? Um the com- uh shell company that they made.
0: Oh yeah. That is how that always goes in the Seltzer game. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, we have a great episode for our listeners. We are talking about the top five video game systems. I love lists like this because you only have so many options to choose from, but it really makes you think, and you don't leave any stone unturned. Yeah, and for me, I like it
1: because I had five... And I, it's a hard five. No honorable mentions. I would defend any of these to the death.
0: Wow. All right. Well, I like that that uh, that passion for this list. I think I actually did struggle to fit mine into five, uh, but I'll try my damnedest to, you know, make sure I I. Before we started recording this episode, and I mean right before, I did a last-second switch. Oh boy. And pun intended on that one. Oh, But I got a whiskey I've got to try first. Uh, So last time, two episodes ago, I was drinking the Glenroth's Bourbon Cask Reserve. Now, I will be drinking the Glenroth's Sherry Cask Reserve. So this was part of a three-pack that I got. Um, The first one, I gave a... As high of an endorsement as I can, I think it was so easily on the smooth train. I paid for the ticket, but <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh, pour the sherry cask reserve on a little bit of uh, a little bit of ice.
1: I'm interested to see how the sherry cask plays into the flavor, because that's obviously like a, a more of a wine,
0: right? Yeah, and I I I kind of wonder if it's gonna have like little. Like, fruity notes or what it's going to be? That would be my
1: uneducated guess.
0: That would be mine, too. And I'm not really trying them all, like, within a couple of minutes of each other. So it's hard to say if I have a firm uh, memory for what the last one tasted like. But we will see. Yeah,
1: I'm excited. Let's see if anything fruity comes to the forefront.
0: I will say I'm smelling it. And it already smells like it does have some fruitiness to it. So we'll it's a stronger smell than the last one it's a snazzy bouquet yeah uh and just to give a little more background on this on the glenroths these are all uh space side single malt scotch whiskies. so products of scotland this one is also 40 percent alcohol by volume and i'm drinking in it in this uh nice little 100 milliliter sampler Okay, here's what I can say. Much like the bourbon cask reserve, the sherry cask reserve is a pretty forward-leaning bite. This one is actually hanging with me a little bit longer. I do not taste the notes of fruit, but I'm going to give one more taste to see if I can kind of really figure out what I can pick out of this.
1: While you do that, I did find out that a Speyside single malt is a single malt scotch whiskey distilled in Strass Bay, the area around the River Spey in Scotland.
0: Oh. I don't know the geography of Scotland particularly well, but it does seem like a cool place to go. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure what overall would be the difference between a ger- a bourbon cask reserve and a sherry cask re- reserve. The bourbon, as I mentioned before, it made this Scotch not taste very scotchy. The sherry cask does make the Scotch taste pretty scotchy, from what I'm noticing. It's got a burn. Um, I don't, I don't love the way it's hanging with me. So I hate to do this because I don't think it's bad, but it's below my expectations. I'm gonna have to give the Glenroths Sherry Cask Reserve the boot. Oh, back in the boots. Yeah. There have been harder boots, certainly. Um, although this was, it was hard to decide that this got the boot, but I'm going to have to give it the boot. I'm sorry, the Glenroths. For me, you're one for two right now.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. We got They have another chance to get a, a two for three, but.
0: They do. You okay. know, well, you got to go with your gut. We'll see how it goes. But we got to get to our top five list. These are the top five video game systems. B Pimp, you said you got a solid five. No honorable mentions. Um, So I'm excited to hear it. Let's get to it. These are our top five all time video game systems. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right, my number five, and this was a last second Switch, as I mentioned, and pun intended, as I also mentioned, because my number five is the Nintendo Switch. It's one I haven't played yet, outside of a couple times, so you yeah. couldn't include that in mine. I gotta say, here's what I've liked about it. If we're talking game selection, it's not great so far. It hasn't been around long enough, and if I'm being truthful, too many of its games are actually like deluxe versions of Wii U games. But, a few things I have liked. It's been the return of actual sports games to Nintendo, Uh, which I appreciate, so I got NBA 2K19 and I gotta say, I have the thing plugged into the TV and then if I'm going on a work trip, wham! Taking it with me. Works great. I play it on the airplane and then I bring it back home and Maggie and I play some Mario or whatever. I love the versatility of the system.
1: Yeah, from everything I've heard, it's great. Um, it's on my list of things to explore if I'm going to get one or not. But I, I just don't have enough information yet to consider it. So I had to, you know,
0: leave it on the, on the scrap heap for now. Yeah. Um, well, I, I recommend trying it out. But it's, I didn't think I would use the portable aspect of it as much as I have. Uh, but I do enjoy it for that. All right, what is your number five? Number five for me is the Sega Genesis. Whoa. I thought for a second we were going to have a double dip, but we do not.
1: I love the Sega Genesis. It was um, not my first system, but it was the one that I probably fell in love with. It was the right age where I was obsessed with video games, and there's so many classic games. Um, I still play Streets of Rage is available on Xbox Live, so I have that on my Xbox One. Nice. And I play it still to this day. It still holds up. There was tons of ports that were great. It, was, it had uh, Joe Montana Football, which is the first football game I loved. RBI Baseball. So many great games. Uh, it just had to be there for me.
0: I think fair to say. I mean, we all know growing up that there was... The fiercest console battle I ever think there was was probably Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. Yeah, and I never had a Super Nintendo, so it was easy for me. Yeah, and I was oppositely on the side of the Super Nintendo, and I never had a Sega Genesis. There you go. So that's how it goes. Maybe that's the first big rift in our podcast.
1: Or a story of two... Somebody could do like a Radio Lab or a This American Life about how we grew up because of the system we had.
0: They should. That would be hilarious if This American Life did that. I think it's an important issue. I think so, too. <laughs> Alright, my number four um, is Sega Game Gear. Game Gear! I love it! Yeah, so this one, for me, I loved having this system. And I, what brought me back to even remembering I had this was I actually found it, um, it amongst a box of stuff. Really old stuff that I had. And it was there, and it still worked. And I was like, I haven't seen this thing in over 15 years, I don't think. I can't believe it wasn't just thrown away, and it still had like a Sonic game in it. It was... I was, I love Game Boys, but the Game Gear graphics were quite a bit better. The colors were more vibrant than... I mean, the first Game Boy was black and white, but even then, the Game Boy Color... And the only complaint I have with the Game Gear, and it's a real complaint, is that it took six uh, AA batteries and ate through them like no one's business.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's unavoidable truth, but I mean, as someone, and I know we both fall into this camp with big hands, I really appreciated the horizontal layout. Oh, yeah. Of the game gear gave me a lot of room to be able to play it and i i did have that system and i really enjoyed it thoroughly so that's an excellent choice
0: no and it reminds me of the way the portability of the switch now is that long ways and it's just great that's how it should be but yeah all right what is your number four my number four is nintendo
1: entertainment system whoa the first one The original NES, the first system I had, I was like four years old and my parents got it for me. I vividly remember playing the original Mario Brothers and immediately just being like, what is this? This is so great. Um, It was my... I still to this day, 33 years later, play video games. I love them. Not 33 years later because I was
0: four, but whatever. You know, as an adult man, I I play video
1: games still, so...
0: I will Um, say, yeah, like, I I didn't put it on my list, but those kids that had Nintendos, I loved going to their house and playing not only Mario, but if they had... Did you have the triple pack that was Mario, Duck Hunt, and Track and Field?
1: I didn't have Track and Field, but I had Mario, Duck Hunt.
0: Okay, Duck Hunt was amazing. Track and Field, if you get that pad out, oh, amazing.
1: The the original Track and Field, the um, American version of it, is worth... No joke, over ten thousand dollars if you have an original version. Holy shit! <laughs> it was so sm- It was so the distribution was so limited because it, the, most of the ones that got sold were British. Huh? That it, they sell for like over ten grand on eBay. So if you have one of those laying around, keep it and don't
0: trash it. Oh my god! I just yeah that that was so fun. All right, my number three. PlayStation 2, I think this, I could be wrong, I feel like this was the sweet spot for PlayStations. It had a ton of good games, a really long shelf life, uh, some of the games, I mean, I'm I'm trying to remember all the ones I had, um, I know I had a Grand Theft Auto 3, I think, in there, maybe even a 4, no, maybe just 3, um... But I, I remember playing that. Uh, I definitely had, like, several sports games. It seemed like it probably had seven years worth of sports games on it. I love that it was backward compatible with the PlayStation. I remember playing Final Fantasy X on it. It was a great system.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, could, I mean, I didn't include this on my list. I got a PlayStation 2 very late. Uh, I got the slim one way after it had been out, um, just cause there was games I wanted to play, but it, you know, it was definitely one of the, probably one of the most successful video game systems it for did, sure.
0: Yeah. It did feel like some of these systems have had pretty long, like, I, I don't know what you call them shelf lives or like, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's accurate. Like the amount of time that the, uh,
1: distribu- or the, um, manufacturer supported it and released games. Yeah. It
0: felt very long for the PlayStation 2. It was. Yeah. All right. What is your number three? My number
1: three is another Nintendo system, the Nintendo 64. Ooh, great pick. I uh, remember vividly getting a Nintendo 64 for Christmas, and I got Killer Instinct Gold with it. Ooh, nice. And the, the one that I got was Faulty. So when I went to plug it in and play, it didn't work. And I had like a meltdown Oh no! Um, as like a 12 year old, which is embarrassing because I should have been more mature than that. But my like we had to go get it replaced and stuff. It was just a whole big thing. But that just added to the to my memories of the Nintendo 64, which is if not for my my special love for the first two that I included would be I couldn't argue with anybody putting this at number one, it's just got like almost an unrivaled library of, of games. Um, the controller was groundbreaking for the time. There's so many things about it that were awesome.
0: Rumble pack, um,
1: the rumble pack. <laughs> I mean, it used cartridges where a lot of other manufacturers went towards discs for more memory and like videos and stuff. And yeah. that added to the, especially now if you go back and play it, it adds to the, uh, kind of like the uniqueness of the system. It totally but, does. yeah, it's great.
0: No, I, uh, I think that's a great pick. And I'm glad to hear you say, and not to give it away, that you wouldn't fault anybody for putting it number one. Definitely but Say not. no more on that issue. Definitely not. Alright, my number two is a generation before that, same family, the Super Nintendo. This is the first system I ever had. And was especially special because my brother... Uh, older brother actually got it for me for Christmas. Um, and definitely not something my parents would have liked either one of us to have. But, incredible system. Not only did it have, if it weren't for the Wii U version of Zelda, um, I would say Super Nintendo Zelda is, was, I think, the best version of that game. Or certainly one that I really, like, helped kind of fall in love with that system with. It had the first Mario Kart, which was so fun. I just, like, played that to death. Uh, I remember I'd constantly be playing Super Street Fighter 2. It was an amazing system. And just my memories of it being the first one that I ever had, it it was great.
1: Yeah, I'm sad to say never had one um i still ponder to this day like finding one to get because there's so many games i want to play from it um namely i I remember once we went on vacation the hotel had one of those overpriced things where you could pay to play video games on demand and they had ken griffey jr's snes game and i I paid like 40 bucks to play it for an hour my parents were (laughs)
0: furious and i was like i have to play it it's the best ken griffey jr's (laughs) is the best wow uh that no that is amazing I actually got the, uh, uh, for the Super Nintendo, I they released like a, a, a smaller version of it last year, or maybe a year and a half ago, uh, where it doesn't take in any of the cartridges or anything like that, it just has like 30 games or whatever preloaded, uh, and I got that for my nephew, my brother's son. So, it Super Nintendo keeps on going through the family. Um, Alright, what is your number two?
1: My number two is the original PlayStation. Good pick. The reason that I have this one listed and not PlayStation 2, which I don't think I could argue if you said, like, PlayStation 2 is a better system, if you look at the, you know, coldly look at the facts and don't think about emotion, but Mm -hmm. there's two games on PlayStation that I've spent more time playing than any other games, and that's Final Fantasy VIII and even more so Chrono Cross, which I think is the best video game ever made it is wow and it's a japanese rpg it is it's basically like a movie and the amount of detail and time that went into the story and the replay value i just played it again last year all the way through like 40 50 hours worth of time um it's a beautiful game it's just unbelievable and it will all i think it's one of the all-time greats and i think it's under appreciated underrepresented, so I had to put that on there. Um,
0: Only my fanboy love
1: for my number one kept it out of the top spot.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I think that's a really good pick. That When I'm thinking, I'd let PlayStation off my list entirely, but there are some games that really work great. I really, really liked the first Metal Gear Solid. I thought that was awesome.
1: Yeah, PlayStation has some just... Like, series that went on to have so many sequels and are still around now started there. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's a great system.
0: They also had Grand Theft Auto 2, which was from the above perspective. And that game was cool as hell. Oh, yeah. that And the first one was like a computer
1: game, right? That's the only reason it wasn't on.
0: Uh, you know, I don't
1: know where the first one was. Like, I think it was. I think it was started in, in England and it was like a computer game. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, uh, no, excellent pick for number two. My number one is the Nintendo 64, as I alluded to a little bit earlier. Yep. But I just, I remember when the system came out and a couple of friends like got it right before me and it was so hard to actually even get ahead of time and we had a super old TV. So I actually got the system and then realized I didn't have the right adapter for it. So I had to then go out and get the adapter um, and I remember for the longest time, it just had two games. It had Super Mario, or it had Mario 64, and it had Pilot Wing 64, and then it finally got the third game, Wave Race, and the library subsequently built from there, but I felt like every game it had was pretty good, minus a few, uh, and it just had tons of great games. Um. Mario 64 was amazing the first time I played it. I thought Pilot Wings was cool as hell. Wave Waste was great. Um, 1080 Snowboarding was amazing. I liked Mario Party, Super Smash Bros. Uh, The two Zelda games they had were incredible. Ocarina of Time is great. If anybody says that that's their favorite Zelda game, I can't argue with them.
1: That's my number one, without a doubt, favorite Zelda game.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's just like
1: tons of great games were on the Nintendo 64. Mario 64 is also, like, if we did a top five video games of, of all time, it would be up there for number one, because it's, it, I mean, it's it's the best. Like, now, of course, there's so many other things that we've seen video game-wise that change our perspective, but like you said, at the time, that was like,
0: Game changer. What
1: the, yeah, what is happening?
0: Yeah, I, I felt that way. Like, like did I just, like, run forward and jump into some water, like, randomly? like it lets me do that?
1: I just remember the first level when you when you go see that big bomb bomb guy that's like chained up in the in the gate and mm-hmm. it was like snapping at you and stuff like a dog behind a gate. I was like that's just there in the background? Yeah, it's incredible. What
0: is your number one system?
1: My number one is the original Xbox.
0: Whoa, interesting. It's still a system I play on a daily
1: basis. Um, I have, I've I've talked about it multiple times, but MVP Baseball 2005, best baseball game ever made. Still play it, was playing it today before we started recording. Um, It's, there's never, they haven't done better in a baseball game since then. Um, it's, It's the best. It's got the best Madden and NCAA football games. It's got tons of original Microsoft games that are really interesting platformers um great like ports it always had the best version of um sports games and like tony hawk they were always the best on xbox because it had the best processor had the best
0: um controller um good control. everything
1: everything about it was great
0: i would agree i had an xbox 360 and i liked the style of the xbox controller they seemed big but they were like perfect for me
1: they're perfect. They just have the best layout, the best responsiveness. The buttons never get jammed or stuck or broken. Yeah, It feels like high quality. Um, I'm it's still good. playing it. Like it's, it's the best.
0: Yeah, good pick. I know you didn't have any honorable mentions. Uh, a few of mine, I put the Nintendo Wii and the Nintendo Wii U, the Xbox 360, the original Nintendo, and Game Boy. That's my honorable mentions. But I can't argue with your picks, and I certainly feel like I... I'm sticking to my picks for sure. But uh, for folks out there, if you think there are some systems we forgot about or neglected, please let us know. Our Twitter feed is at Whiskey Sessions. Or you can hit us up on our email. That's Whiskey Music at gmail.com. And I know we have some probably annoying emails to get to, so we should do that. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read emails and now we'll read them all right b-pimp we know in this saga we've been dealing with alex perez of the whiskey or not whiskey he would hate that of tequila aficionado he's threatened legal action and he's getting his lawyer involved and it sounds like we have an email from that lawyer yes hybrid lawyer doctor
1: dr sam haricio Um, chimed in to the chain and said I'll draft something today Alex regarding the cease and desist that Alex is demanding. Looking forward to getting together with the wives next weekend.
0: So I just don't know why we needed it even be included on that email that they are drafting something for a cease and desist. I don't get it. I think that these are unprofessional
1: people that don't really know what they're doing. Um, It sounds like a uh just a mess over there so now I, i understand why they're taking their time to attack unrelated podcasts
0: i know and i have a tough time believing that them and their wives even got together i
1: doubt it i think it's like wishful thinking and maybe they have to draft letters to get their wives to hang out with
0: them perhaps and you know what else i think i think folks that drink a lot of tequila are not reliable in making plans
1: no, they're out in the they're out in the desert and they get lost and then they get sun poisoning.
0: Exactly. If I said to you, "Hey, we're going to be in Chicago. Let's get the sig others together." We would get that done. But these folks, what do they know?
1: No, they never they never had it happen.
0: Yeah. And I want to know is Dr. Sam Haricio even a doctor or is he like Dr. Dre?
1: It seems like he probably went to the same medical school, like, analogous to um, Lionel Hutz's law school. (laughs) Ooh, I love Lionel Hutz. I bet they were uh, in the same college and they just give them whatever degree they
0: want. Probably. Anyway, good luck sending us the cease and desist letter. I think it should be cease and assist.
1: If they'd like to cease annoying us and assist us in increasing our podcast reach, I'd be happy to talk to them.
0: I would agree with that. Um, and if you'd be happy to talk to us, please do. You can hit us up at whiskey music at gmail.com and we'll read it on a future episode. But until then be pimp. You got any words of wisdoms to leave our listeners with? Don't go to discount professional schools. No, I agree. Lionel. If you, if Lionel Hutz went there, you should not go there. All right. Until next time, this is A Matt's and be pimp. Bye. Peace out.